Get ready to learn something about a huge limit on your IRA that is totally opposite what you've been told by everybody else. This is a big, big deal and a huge risk factor for your self-directed IRA. I'm Brian Ellis. I've got the details for you right now in episode number 228. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you, where we help you take control of your investments and your legacy. And today, I'll do that by helping you to protect your self-directed IRA in the face of transactions that appear totally kosher, but could be like a nuclear detonation in your retirement savings. Let's start the show with a bribe, shall we? (laughs) Here goes. I want you to subscribe to this show on iTunes, and I want to earn it. That tells the iTunes people that we're producing good stuff and in turn they send us more listeners. So here's my proposal. If I teach you something that you didn't know before, which is directly relevant to the safety of your investments, either now or in the future, then will you subscribe to this show on iTunes for free when we're done with the show in just a few minutes? That's all I ask. Dill, thanks so much. Awesome. Let's get to it. This episode was spurred by an article I saw over at MarketWatch where a debate broke out concerning whether a self-directed IRA can buy assets from or sell them to a cousin of the IRA owner, a family member. Now, the broadly accepted advice on this, which is spelled out on the IRS website, is that the only family members who are expressly disqualified are ancestors, like parents and grandparents, and descendants, like and their spouses. So this seems to indicate that other family members like siblings and aunts and uncles and cousins, etc., are not disqualified and therefore are fair game as counterparties for your self-directed IRA. So is it kosher for your IRA to do business with a cousin or other non-lineal family members? Folks, that's the wrong question entirely. And looking at it that way can destroy your IRA. We'll look at that right after I tell you how to get 0% interest lines of credit for fifty dollars to $250,000 by working with my friends at Fund & Grow. Here's a quick story. I was recently at the Georgia Real Estate Investors Association meeting and another member came up to me and just said, it works. <laughs> now, I was happy to hear this, but I didn't know what they were talking about. I, I didn't know that person. That's when they told me they had listened in to a webinar that I'd done with Fund & Grow recently and as a result, This person, a normal local investor here in Atlanta, was able to achieve an eye-popping amount of zero interest credit. It was just really cool because they randomly approached me about this. I wasn't the speaker at the meeting or anything like that, but this guy and his wife sought me out specifically to tell me about their great results of getting zero interest funding through my friends Ari and Mike over at Fund & Grow. Folks, if you need funding for any of your deals, do yourself a favor and reach out to them. You can find them at sdiradio.com credit. And when you go there, you'll learn how to have an extraordinary competitive advantage. I believe in them. Check them out right now at sdiradio.com credit. So can your IRA do business with a cousin or aunt or uncle? Or is that even the right question? Well, to be blunt, it's the wrong question in every way. Here's the thing. Yes, the IRS does stipulate a limited set of family members who are expressly disqualified from doing business with you through your IRA. So, for example, if your parents or grandparents or even 
children or grandchildren, if they owned a piece of real estate and you wanted to buy that piece of real estate into your IRA, can't do it, sorry. That's prohibited very clearly. But as far as family is concerned, the answer changes if the owner of the property you're buying in your IRA isn't a direct ancestor or descendant, but rather a sibling or cousin or other non-lineal family member. Those at first glance seem to be okay, and that's the broadly accepted opinion. Alas, there's far more to that than meets the eye, and it's legally uncharted waters. Note, I'm not giving you legal advice here, though I am giving you exceptionally good information. <laughs> now, moving forward, keep this little tidbit in mind. The IRS lists 10 groups of people who are expressly disqualified from doing business with you in your IRA. That list is linked in the resources for today's show. Now, number six on that list is family members. And we know from the other sections that this only means lineal ancestors and descendants and their spouses. So that's great. Siblings, cousins, aunts, uncles, none of them are listed as disqualified. So it's cool to buy from or sell to them, right? Uh, not so fast, Sparky. Family members only make the list at number six. Who's number one? Well, that honor goes to anyone who can be described as a fiduciary of the plan. So what, right? The custodian of your account is the fiduciary, aren't they? Well, sure, that's right, but my trusted legal advisor, Tim Barry, uh, the great one we call him, <laughs> he tells me that section 4975 of the tax code defines fiduciary as anybody who has discretionary authority over a retirement plan. Do you have discretionary authority over your retirement plan? Yeah, you do. Remember, it's a self-directed IRA, but that only prohibits the IRA from doing business directly with you, right? Well, you'd think so, but nope. According to Tim, the examples in that regulation make it arguable that the disqualification extends not just to the fiduciary, but to anyone in whom the fiduciary has an interest that could sway the judgment of the fiduciary. Notice the use of the vague word interest. It doesn't say blood relationship. It doesn't say family relationship. It doesn't even say personal relationship. It just says interest. Is it arguable that you have an interest in your siblings, your aunts, your uncles, your nieces, your nephews? Sure it is. So the bad news is this. The law says you are a fiduciary of your plan and that you and anyone in whom you've got an interest is disqualified from doing business with your IRA. That's a sobering thought. The good news, Tim says that he's never seen this asserted by the IRS so far, so maybe their operating definition is narrower than what appears to be stipulated in law. So there you have it. Chances are stratospherically high that five or six minutes ago, you thought your IRA could safely do business with siblings or cousins or aunts or uncles. You probably also didn't know you are technically a fiduciary of your own self-directed IRA. And because of that, that troublesome designation, anyone in whom you have an interest is prohibited in engaging in transactions with your IRA. Hey, I'm sorry the news isn't a little better. My advice, before allowing your IRA to do business with anyone with whom you've ever had a relationship of any sort, personal or business, Get advice from the great one, Tim Barry, or some other attorney who really knows self-directed IRA. That'll, that'll pay dividends. Tim's contact information is linked in the resource page for today's show at sdiradio.com slash 228. So there you have it. Did I deliver on my promise to you at the beginning of the show? Did I teach you something about self-directed IRAs you didn't already know, which could end up being directly relevant to the safety of your account? 
If so, please stop by iTunes and subscribe. Thank to you for show. listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society.